getting over COVID, middle schoolers accused of sexual harassment, exclusion as bullying, mischaracterizing misinformation, the Great Reset, and more on today's episode of the Random Thoughts Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 187 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That is R-A-N-D-U-M-B Thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. Back after taking last week off due to battling the Rona, which really wasn't all that bad. Although there's a frog in my throat every now and then. Beyond that, no symptoms lingering and the overall experience was less severe than the last coronavirus that I ran into about a year or so, maybe a little less before COVID was out, where I had a really bad sore throat. They tried the usual Tamiflu, that kind of stuff, which didn't do anything, and then uh, finally knocked it out using some steroids, if I remember correctly. But this was really not much compared to that. I woke up with a sore throat and a little congested. And from there, it was about 24 hours, maybe a little more, where I was running a fever of about 102. That broke. And then it was kind of the temperature going anywhere between 99 and maybe 100, a little over 100 for a couple of days. And then everything just basically cleared out. So I don't know. Maybe the Johnson and Johnson shot actually did something. Maybe it did nothing. Maybe this is just a non severe version of COVID. It seems to be spreading once again. So if you're out there, be aware of it. But it was treated quite simply by my doctor who said, you know, if the symptoms don't get severe, really what you want to do is drink more fluids, not alcohol. You want to drink more fluids than you would think you would want to and clear it out of your system as well as get yourself on some vitamins and supplements. That is what is being done, at least for their patients, to flush this out. And it seemed to work. The supplements being things like corsetin and elderberry, and the vitamins being things like vitamin C, vitamin D, going with things like zinc to keep your system in the ready stage to flush a virus out. And as I said, for me, it seemed to work, and I was happy about that. And then yesterday, where we normally release the show, I had an eye doctor appointment that had been moved from another date. And when you get your eyes dilated, I mean, the stuff they put in, it pretty much wrecks you for the whole day when it comes to trying to read anything or looking at anything bright, you know, like a computer screen. So here we are on a lovely Thursday recording Random Thoughts episode number 187. But I apologize for no show last week. I know a lot of people rely on this show just to hear somebody say things that they think are dumb and they disagree with. 
So I'm glad to be back. And wow, is there no lack of things to talk about. The price of gas going up still again and again and again. Thanks, Joe Biden. Thanks for making everything cost more. If you're following along, you know that Joe Biden's presidency has been an absolute nightmare. And the guy seems to have absolutely no answers for any of the problems going on. They're finally admitting there is a baby formula problem. And the interesting thing is these shelves in Mexico are fully stocked. And there are warehouses fully stocked at the border to take care of illegals coming in. But that shows you what Joe Biden's priorities are. But insanity is still raging in Wisconsin, which I mean, okay, it's Wisconsin. But there is a case of middle schoolers being accused of sexual harassment. Yes, you heard that right. Middle schoolers being accused of sexual harassment. And I know what you're asking yourself. What did these kids do? And it seems that there are three students involved here. All of them, from what I can tell, male students. And all three are being accused of not calling one of their fellow students by the proper pronoun. Yes, this is now going to rise to the level of middle school children being accused of sexual harassment because they're not calling a fellow student by the correct pronoun. This comes under a Title IX section of the rules that says you cannot harass people based on their sex. The student at the center of this, from what it seems, wants to be called by they or them. And this, of course, is confusing to middle schoolers who have no freaking clue why anybody would be referred to as they or them in a singular case where you could just say he or she because it's insanity. That's exactly why. When this is getting to this point where this is now going on to kids' records, that they sexually harassed a fellow student because they didn't use the proper pronouns. Really? Really, Wisconsin? It is absolute insanity. The mother of one of the students named Rose Rebido said, quote, sexual harassment, that's rape, that's incest, that's inappropriate touching. Yeah, I don't know if sexual harassment is rape or incest in this case of middle schoolers. But yes, it's definitely inappropriate touching. I would say she's got that part right. She says, what did my son do? He's a little boy. He told me that he was being charged with sexual harassment for not using the right pronouns. It's plural. It doesn't make sense to him. So I told him to call them by their names, which is probably a really good idea. Forget the pronouns. Just go, hey, Jimmy, Jenny, whatever their name is, and use that. But this insanity of forcing people to do something that you want them to do, this is the kind of crap that's got to stop. This is the kind of crap that does not go on in a free society. People should be judged and people should be punished when they do something wrong. But calling somebody by the wrong pronoun, 
which they could change on a daily basis. This is really the ultimate gotcha game, which is what all the politicians love to do. Let's play the gotcha game. Oh, no, they said the wrong thing. Uh Uh-oh. Doing this to kids in middle school is absolutely beyond the pale. This is absolutely showing us where we have gotten to as a society, that you are telling children that they are sexually harassing people because they didn't use the correct pronoun. That's going a little bit too far. Forcing people to buy into your insane ideology. Forcing people to buy into your insane use of language. Forcing people to do anything that is outside of the realm of reality. Uh, Kids know, like, hey, okay, that's a he, that's a she, and it's pretty simple. It's not that complicated. It only gets complicated when whack jobs and political loons get involved in the conversation. But forcing people to do things, forcing people to bend to your whims, this has to be dealt with. This does. This cannot be allowed to be the norm. And it was interesting. The wife and I had been watching Lego Masters Australia because, as I've mentioned, my wife likes Lego a little too much. And the Lego Masters Australian television show, I'll give it, it's a little more entertaining than the one that airs here in the United States. But there was one of the people on the show, a young lady that the other people on the show didn't seemingly like. And it's hard to tell with reality television what's really going on because i hate to tell you if you watch reality television it is edited and it is edited a lot so it's possible in editing to make it seem like anybody's a really nice person and it's possible in editing to make it seem like anybody's a total jerk well it became pretty clear throughout this season of the show that there was one girl named lexi that the other people didn't like. Now, a lot of people come into the show with somebody that they already know as their partner because everybody works in partners. There's two people to each team. In this case, this Lexi came in and was just paired with another woman named Rachel, and they did not seemingly get along very well. But to make a very long story short, after the season wrapped, there was a photo that was posted on Instagram that was all of the cast from the show and some other people that worked on the show having a big party. And everybody noticed that Lexi was not in the picture. And she posted a response which said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but that she didn't even know there was a party. She was excluded. And the line that really stuck with me was that exclusion is a form of bullying, she said. And that really stuck with me in relation to what we just talked about with these Wisconsin middle schoolers, because this is what you get when you have radical loons trying to force you to do something, to say something, 
to associate yourself, to placate somebody that you don't want to placate to. This is all going down that same pathway. This was a group of people, whether it was righteous or not, that did not like this woman, Lexi. They decided to exclude her because of her behavior, would be my guess. And what her response is, well, you didn't include me in this, so now you're bullying me. I mean, it's easy for anybody to play the victim, and that's really also the problem with this pronoun bullcrap, is that everybody gets to play the victim of, oh, you're not doing what I told you to. The world, people don't do what they, you tell them to. That's just the way it is. You cannot force people to do things the way you want them to do them. That's just the way it is. And the concept that referring to a middle school child by the wrong pronoun from another middle school child as sexual harassment is absolutely insane. And this school district in Wisconsin should be ashamed of themselves. But this shows you as an adult, then this Lexi, like, well, so they didn't include me in their party and that's bullying me. No, that's not bullying you. That is not bullying you at all. Deciding that you would rather not spend time with somebody is not bullying them. Excluding somebody from something is not bullying them. But this is the insanity that we are getting to in this country as we let the leftist loons start redefining behaviors on what pronouns that you can use, on what you can say, on what hairstyle that you can have. That is not the way a free country works. I'm sorry, just not going to happen. This is one of the reasons why I've railed against this bullying stuff from day one is because what you're getting is not reality now if somebody takes a swing at somebody else and physically assaults them well yeah that's bullying that is against the law you don't allow that but we have to go back to sticks and stones and in the case of this lexi it's like now you can't say that somebody by not talking to you somebody not inviting you somebody not including you in an event that is not bullying that is not bullying And when a whole group of people does this, when a whole group of people gets together and excludes one person, you know, there's probably a reason. And maybe everybody else is wrong. Maybe this Lexi girl was the one righteous one out of all this, but the odds are going to tell us, no, not so much. Which is why the current hot topic of misinformation is so very important to look at And it's interesting that the disinformation board that the Biden administration was putting together is now paused because the White House spokeshole, Ms. Pierre, now says, Jean-Pierre, I'm sorry, don't want to misname her, that this whole thing was mischaracterized about what it was supposed to be doing. And I'm like, how do you mischaracterize a disinformation board? That, again, to me, would seem to be pretty obvious. What you're looking to do is talk about the information that is being put out there, and you're trying to be the arbiter of what is right, meaning what is correct, and what is wrong. Now, this you would think 
that journalists would understand the danger of this. But there was a guy that I watched on Fox News for years and years who left over the last year or so, I believe, named Carl Cameron, who was on MSNBC. And he was talking about this misinformation, disinformation, whatever they're calling it, board. And his quote should scare everybody as somebody that has worked in the journalistic realm. He says, quote, it really is kind of horrible to think that journalists with national and international capacity are putting together this type of nonsense. I think the president did a great job. I wish he had done a lot of this a lot sooner. And we need a lot more from the left and the middle. And we got to watch out because the Republicans have become the purveyors of misinformation. And when our two-party system is broken like that, democracy is seriously in trouble. The president acknowledged that. It's time to actually start doing things and maybe taking some names and putting people in jail. He's talking about the journalists over at Fox because they're saying things that he does not agree with, he does not like. So let's put people in jail that are saying things that we don't like because it's only the right, you know, says Carl Cameron, that is spreading misinformation. The left never spreads any misinformation. No. Which is the problem on either side of this because there are people on both sides who will absolutely tell you that their side is always telling the truth. And that's wrong because everybody lies. Everybody spins. Everybody tries to take the facts and make them fit their narrative. And sometimes they push the truth of that just a little bit more than others. But this is not something that is only happening on one side. And a lot of the stuff that the right had been talking about over the last couple of years, just to use examples, things about COVID, things about voter suppression, things about irregularities in elections have all been shown to be somewhat factual. So I don't know what Mr. Cameron is talking about, but it is very dangerous when you have a president being backed by the media that is trying to silence the other side. Because again, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's the people that are trying to silence others are the ones that usually have the most to hide. Because otherwise, you stand up and you make your case. If somebody on the other side comes out and says, hey, the sky is green, you come out and make your case that the sky is blue. That's how this whole thing works. You don't silence them. You don't shut them up because they're so dangerous of what they're spreading. And what truth is at this point is anybody's guess because we have people literally in the Democratic Party saying, follow the science. Men can get pregnant and have abortions. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. When you're going to have a conversation about misinformation, I think maybe if you wanted to follow the science there, any actual scientist will tell you that no, 
men cannot get pregnant. It's just not possible. Now, can men go through different surgeries and get have carry a baby and grow a great medical science? Sure. But as it stands, when someone is born, a male cannot get pregnant. But they'll tell you the science says otherwise. So what is misinformation in that case? You'll come out and say, hey, no, no. A man cannot get pregnant, and Joe Biden and Carl Cameron will be going, put that guy in jail. He's lying about that. It's just really scary stuff. Absolutely Orwellian. Amazing that we have gotten to this point. And it's scary that we are hitting the gas and moving forward at such a fast pace where this stuff continues to get worse rather than sanity coming back into the picture and speaking of hitting the gas over in the eu they are still very reliant upon you know they're saying this is because they're reliant upon the russian fossil fuels but it's really not about the fact that they're russian this is about the radical left seeing another opening to make the great reset happen and they want to grab onto that and do whatever they can to make that a reality. The energy minister from Luxembourg, a guy named Claude Terms said, quote, we need what we need. I'm sorry, quote, what we need at EU level is an EU wide coordinated speed limit and two days of home office per week. I urge the commission not to miss the opportunity to set Europe on this path. They want to do what the United States did back in the 70s because of the gas shortage. Let's bring that speed limit down. And then they want to make it illegal for you to drive your cars on the weekends because, you know, we have to save fuel. This is coming. If you don't think this is coming to the United States, you watch. The other problem is we've talked about in the past your home being on the electrical grid with the smart grid capabilities. We are not far away from you being forced to keep your house at a certain temperature in the summer. Oh, you like it cold? Ah, it doesn't matter. 80 degrees is going to be the lowest you can set your air conditioner too, meaning you can't have temperatures lower than 80 degrees. And in the winter, oh, you're only going to be able to heat it up to about 60 because we have to save the environment. This is coming. They have the ability to do this. If you allow the people in power to keep grabbing more and more power, to tell you what to do, to force you to use a pronoun, to make you invite somebody over to your party that you don't like, Soon they're going to tell you when you can wash your clothes, when you can wash your dishes, when you can flush your toilets. And if you don't think this is coming, you better look in the mirror and ask yourself where your head has been. Because this is coming and you have a opportunity if you do live in a free country like the United States to vote out the morons that want to do this and vote other people in, but the time is getting short and I hope you pay attention 
when the next rounds of elections come up. Otherwise, you'll wind up like the EU and it'll be like, well, yeah, you can only drive your car Monday through Friday. And, you know, you can't drive over 35 miles an hour. And if you're caught driving your car on the weekend, well, then maybe you'll have to go to jail or we'll take your car away from you or you'll be fined. We're being nudged already. Gas prices here, $5 plus gas prices in California, $7 plus. We're not saying you can't drive your vehicles. We're just nudging you to the point that you cannot afford to drive your vehicles. I repeat myself one more time. When Barack Obama talked about his cap and trade system to save the world, he said the cost of energy under that plan would necessarily skyrocket, and that is what they wanted. Look around. Do you not think that's what's going on right now? Do you not understand this was the plan? Joe Biden came into office and the first thing he did was to go out and attack the United States energy production. If he wouldn't have done that, when this Ukraine thing rolled around, the United States would have had more than enough energy to supply it to Europe. Those people that have to buy from Russia. The United States could have actually been making money, paying down debt, but that is not what those on the left want. And I really hope that everybody listening to me understands that at this point, because if not, we are truly doomed. And it's up to us to go out and tell people that haven't quite caught on to that about what's going on, because this is nearing a tipping point. And if we keep going just a little bit further, unlike the doom and gloomers that tell you global warming is coming to an end and it's going to bring the world to an end, I mean, not global warming coming to an end, global warming is going to bring the world to an end. No, if we let these loons continue on this path, the economy will completely crash and everybody will have nothing, which is exactly, you know, what some people seem to want. So go ahead and stand up if you want your freedoms to remain. Stand up for sanity and do what you can to make a difference on a local level because it all funnels its way up. And I appreciate everybody for listening to this podcast. I know there are a bunch of different podcasts that you could be listening to, and it is an honor that you're listening to this one. It is a podcast that is based on the value for value model, which means we put the shows out there. You get to listen to them and decide if you've gotten any value at all out of the show to put a number on that and get that to us by going to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate and clicking that donate button using one of the QR codes or wallet addresses. If you want to go crypto using the snail mail address, whichever way you want to go, it is all very much appreciated and coming in with $25 via snail mail anonymous, very much appreciated. Coming in $15 via snail mail, snail mail, our buddy Chew the Kooky, that is very much appreciated. And coming in via PayPal, our buddy Johnny from Canada with 333 Again, all very much appreciated to help us keep things running. All of the bits and bytes streaming your way, the microphone sounding good and all of that. And I could hear a little bit of congestion still. The magic of the microphone cannot hide that. But I'm glad 
to be back with the random thoughts. And I will be back again next week on Wednesday, I certainly hope, with another edition of the Random Thoughts podcast. But until then, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening. 